Good afternoon, ladies and gentle niggas. It's your boy, Nico Lamar, a.k.a. Nick Tropicana, a.k.a. Hershey Hawkins, a.k.a. Young Bloomju, B.K. Mr. Bang Your Bitch Raw Dog. And this is another episode of Intimate Revelations with the Depa Negro. <laughs> so today, man, um, got a few things we're going to talk about. Um, let This week, the boy Aubrey Graham released his latest offering. Got a chance to listen to the album. I'm going to give my review on that. Finally got a chance to finish watching season two of Luke Cage. Marvel is still putting numbers on the board. And last but not least, man, I know, I know the LeBron fatigue is setting in. People are tired of talking about him, but he is the king. And this is the dog days of sports. So NBA free agency is the highlight of what we have. So without further ado, welcome back to the Debbie Negro. And let's get into this. I think I got it. Yep. What's shaking, good buddy? Uh, good brother? What's going on, man? Man, about time we got this shit connected, man. I, I don't know what happened. It wasn't like this the last time I used the host. But yeah, anyway. It hooked, it hooked me up to some weird dude. Well, I, don't, I ain't going to call him weird dude. I don't even know who he was. His name was Creature K. He sounded like a cool person, but I was, I was like, the hell are you? Like, <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> well. Finally, man, after much, you know, discussion, we finally got you on. So we're going to just go ahead and record, man, because um, uh, I'm pretty excited to get into that mind of yours because you might be you might be uh, of a small minority that's as mentally warped as I am. So <laughs> we're going to do this. Shit. Uh, it, say, it says we got like 15 minutes to try this shit out to see how we feel about it. So, uh yeah, man. Go ahead and introduce yourself, man. What's going on, everybody? My name is uh, Hood or Kenya. Most people call me Hood, so you know I ain't really got no AKAs. Just everybody call me Hood, so that's it. <laughs> nah, I got AK for him. His name is uh, uh, Senor DM Whisperer. This nigga being <laughs> DM Chevy. <laughs> so uh, we ain't gonna waste time. Like I said, we only got like 15 minutes to do this one. So we can do this segment. So we're just going to jump into the uh, reviewing the Scorpion album. So you want to go first? No, nah, go ahead and go first. I'll just uh, add in on what you got to say. So so for me, when I, when I woke up Friday, it said that the album, you know what I'm saying, the album had released. Uh, OVO, they wasn't on that that good music bullshit where they say it's coming out at midnight and that shit don't come out until Thursday evening. So I got on and um the first song I listened to, I went to uh, March 14th, man, because I just wanted to see what that was about. I saw it on there and I'm like, okay, he got a date on here. So obviously this date means something to him. So anyway, I got on there and I'm listening to the song and I'm like, wait a minute. Like the only thing I could think about was, was this, was this song written after the the story of Adidon because it, it just seemed like a it seemed scrambled to me you know what I'm saying I don't know how you felt about it but to, to no. me it sounded like to me it just sounded like a makeup song to yeah me. that song 
to me, you could. T- I felt like both both sides were supposed to be like twelve songs each. But then when the story of Adidon happened, he was just like, "Oh shit, I need to throw something together. I'm just gonna rush and put this together." Because like I understand he was trying to make it sound like it was an open letter to his son, but at the same time, I was just like this shit is all over the place. Like, right? Like you could address this a whole another way, and like you could address this throughout the song. I mean, throughout the whole entire album, just addressing situations with your son, like you do with all your other music, like. I ain't feel like the sun. I mean, the, the sun. Uh, what the song for the sun? My fault. March fourteenth was necessary, and like I went online. You did. You said you didn't feel like it was necessary. Yeah, I didn't feel like it was necessary because then I went online earlier, and this dude, I don't know, some dude on Instagram once Drake once Drake released a track list, and he was just like, "Go straight to March 14th. I was just like, "Okay, I'm." A, so then when when I saw that, I was just like, "It's got to be like his son's birthday." Because, like, the rumors came out, everything about his son sometime last year, that the child was already born and everything. So. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't get the, uh, I guess that was the date he found out about his kid because they were saying that his son is um, actually born in October as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they both, October is October's very own. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't think his kid's like a Scorpio, though. I think he was born at the the beginning of the month. Yeah. So, it's, but yeah, I just I just thought this I just thought the shit was weird. Like the song just seems like this some shit that he was putting out to appease the fans. It sounded rushed. It's like it didn't make sense to me. It didn't like the time the the timestamps didn't correlate because it sounded like he was just making up feelings and 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 situations and preponderance of fatherhood. And it doesn't make sense because this girl has called you a deadbeat. So it doesn't, he's talking about he in Miami with his crew raising glasses and got Rose popping. But if she's calling you a deadbeat and then in the beginning of the song, you you make it seem like you weren't happy to hear the news. The shit doesn't, the shit doesn't equal up. You know what I'm saying? It's two plus two is not adding to four. So To me, I just felt like that shit was some throwaway that he put on there because he's like, "Oh shit, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make this up to my fans. I gotta clear some shit up because push and pull the rug from under." Yeah, but I think the thing is with like, with like the Drake stands as everybody call them, or the Drakeys as I like to call them. Uh, <laughs> I think they just <laughs> they need something to make them feel better about themselves and like for loving him like the way they do. And I feel like he did that for them. Because, like, a regular consumer like me, I think Drake is cool. I'm not going to go all crazy every time he releases something. But the regular consumer like me, it's just like, I don't really care, dude. Like, take care of your kids. But, (laughs) yeah, see, I'm interested to see how, like, as a, a, not only a father, but a black father. Mm -hmm. Like, what did you think about the the whole situation? Cause you said, okay. like, I know you just said you don't care, but so this is clearly, how, I think because like when he said the line about uh, I wasn't hiding the, the world from my kid, I was hiding my kid from the world. I kind of understood that because it's just like as a, in his position as a celebrity, as a man with kids, I wish I could hide my kids from a lot, but I can't. It's impossible. But with him being famous, I can just imagine <sighs> what that child's gonna grow up and all the attention all the scrutiny and everything that child is going to hear. Plus, it's like, you know, like, it's just like, I call it like the Michael Jackson syndrome with, like, celebrity people and their kids. That one kid, Blanket, <laughs> that he almost uh, threw off the banister. Uh, <laughs> oh, he had him up there like uh, Simba? Yeah, yeah, by the neck, which was still the most hilarious thing to me in the world. 
But uh, <laughs> but it's just like I, just, I understood. Like yo, I don't want nobody really to know I got a kid because I also I, okay. All right, not to cut you off. Jackson situation. Okay, he, he, Jackson he, shit, he, right? he. So not to cut you off on that one, but yeah. I'm a, I'm a gonna I hate because mostly white people say this, but to play mm-hmm. devil's advocate. All yeah. right, <laughs> J Cole, like J Cole got a kid, right? Right. We don't. We never seen the kid, but we know that J Cole has a kid. Yeah, but he's so, married. Right. So it's in a different circumstance. You can't say I'm trying to hide my kid from the world when you single like just credit. claim this motherfucker, man. Like, yeah, you ain't got to talk about. He could at least just like, hey, y'all, I got a kid. If you would have said, hey, I had a kid. And just let it be what it was, but the fact that he's trying to justify it makes it seem worse than what it really is. It makes it makes it and, worse. And like, these these chicks out here are okay with this though. Like that's a that's a good that's a good uh, excuse for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like publicly, like let's just say if if Drake was a nigga named just Aubrey, and he was just a nigga from Aubrey from Canada. It's like three things that you never be get uh recovered from being called. That's a rapist, an abuser, or a deadbeat. But yet this nigga's like perception, his public persona hasn't been hurt at all by his fans. They like perfectly okay with this. So because I guess those is. rules only apply to, to pineapple juice colored niggas, man, because it doesn't make sense to me. Being a deadbeat nowadays is more accepted. And it sounds so fucked up for me to say. Cause I know in general a lot of dudes myself who are deadbeats. And like women don't really give a shit. I think like <laughs> now like the standard for like moral shit doesn't matter anymore. Mm. All right. Oh, so plus he's probably- And then <laughs> And then I'm listening to the song, right? And this nigga's all crooning at the end talking about he just changed it from a boy to a man. Like, nigga, you 30. Like, <laughs> my G, you 30. Right. Like, you should have figured right. that out by the time you was 25. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, but I don't want to beat, I don't want to beat the drum on this nigga's son, overdo that. But I was just, I was waiting because the way Pusha called him out in, in the history of hip hop and all this shit, like, Normally, you got to answer for certain shit, and I guess if you Drake, you don't have to. So you get a you get a nigga to come out, speak on your behalf, and then you just pretend like nothing's happened. So, short time. The, I already went into the album fucked up because I can't even like I told you I can't even listen to the A side no more because this nigga's not living by the rules of hip hop. So right, I don't want to hear this nigga rapping because he's a pop star to me. So I'm looking at I, I'm treating him as a pop star. So I went to the B sides and I ain't I, I came back to the A side later. And I mean we talked about this shit on Facebook Messenger. For me, man, from now on when this nigga rapping, like that nigga got to turn in. Like, he got to turn in his work. Like whenever he turn in the rap, <laughs> I want to see the scratch paper. I want to see the notepad that he wrote that shit on. I want to see the page reference. I got to see that he wrote this, and I want him to authenticate his handwriting because other than that I can't look at this nigga as a rapper. So overall the album, the album was twenty five songs. That's what I'm saying. What did, I you, look at as a rapper what did you what did you think of the album? I thought it was You say what? I, I thought it was I I don't look at Drake as a rapper. I look at him as like I put him in the same 
space as Kanye. Because think about it, if Kanye released a twenty, nah, but but Kanye is a a performer, a beat maker. Like Kanye, Kanye has a decade of like influence over the sound of of hip hop, right? But but it, because but also, if you look to like like two, if you go from like two thousand eight to like now, Drake had a nice little run of singy songy, emotionally emo- Yeah, but all that all that is thanks to Kanye West, though. It's true. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, I give you that. But overall, so I don't even. You can't put them. You can't put them in the same in the same vein because Kanye came in as a producer. Drake right. came in like niggas was respecting him as a rapper. Right. Well, over, so, overall, the album, I, it's I. Right. It's not something that I'm gonna find myself like listening to a lot. Like out of all the albums that came out in June, I find myself keep going back to J Rock and like you put me onto the Black Thought album, so I've been on that too, but. Yeah, I don't see myself going back and listen to it. Like on the A side, it's a few, it's a few songs that I do like, like pretty much like the thing, the uh, song with Jay Z. Even though I feel a certain way about the George Zimmerman line, but that is that's a whole nother topic in itself. Because uh, like that was that 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 shit that shit was that Eminem shock rap man. He put yeah. that in there for shock value. Yeah, because the shit just happened two weeks ago. Yeah, like, yeah, two weeks ago. It's just like. That's kind of crazy. Like it's easy for you. Hey, that shit was <laughs> that that Jay Z that Jay Z feature was real strategic too, man. That that shit bothers me because it's just like they trying to like you ever pay attention like in the media they build it up to like they hate each other, but then yeah they'll come together and do a song in a minute. But Jay Z be throwing shots at Drake like well I don't know if he throwing shots at Drake, but it just seems like in certain songs he be throwing shots at Drake. And then he'll just uh let's you know they on a song together. It's just like, do y'all niggas like each other or what? Like, yeah, but he Illuminati. He's Illuminati petty because he on the track with Drake because he not fucking with Kanye. Ah, damn. I ain't yeah. That. See, that's that's what I thought about. I was like, wait, these niggas don't even fuck with each other, man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. And like Meek yeah. is in the uh, Rock Nation, whatever. But I think eventually that that, that shit finna blow over. I'm gonna be surprised if Drake and Meek got a song on the next album. Right. So in regards to the Scorpion album, what what do, what do you give the album on a on a five star rating? Three. Three? Yeah. Because right. for me, like you said, compared to all the amazing music that's come out just this month, like in the last yeah. month or so, like it's been the best I don't think the album is You said what? I said it's been the best month of music I can think of in a long time. Long. Right. So in in comparison to like the J Rock album, Daytona, fucking uh Black Thoughts album, like to me, I gotta get an album of straight. <laughs> like, that that's what I think. That's just me though. That's just me. I I, I it doesn't stand up to everything that came out, and he didn't answer the questions that we needed answers on. So, yeah, man, that's my that's my uh, summary on Scorpion. I actually listened to the album like five times too. Yeah, because I wanted to... before I give my real opinion, I gotta give it like five times. Listen, I gotta give it like the gym run. Like the gym run, it kind of stood up to it, only because of production alone. But after that, I was just like, I can't see myself in the car like, yo, I'm about to throw this Drake on. Compared to his earlier work, yeah, 
I, I do like, think this be is like, than, like, what was that? More life? I think this is better than nah. more life. Niggas more be like life than more life. Yeah. Like, 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 yeah, but you can say that about herpes, though. Herpes are growing. <laughs> but, yeah, we're going to wrap this up. We're going to come back with our next segment, man. Don't go nowhere. That's And we back. <laughs> and we back. <laughs> so it was easier. It was easy to connect this time. Yeah. Because you were in my uh in my friendship. Okay. So uh yeah, man. Um so I know you got a chance to uh watch season two of Luke Cage, right? Right. And uh you you a Marvel fan? You a comic book fan? Like I'm a comic book fan. So, um, before I even start talking about that, man, I just want to get this shit out of there. How cringeworthy was that fucking Mariah Shade shit? Like, oh, my I could have been without uh, that. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I personally, like I was first watching like Grandmother Milfhorn. It felt like Grandmother Milfhorn. I was just like, yo, I don't even think Alfie Alfred Woodard is attractive for once. Let's get that out. <laughs> Like, don't get me wrong. She's not ugly, even... but she like she's not my speed. If it was like Angela Bassett or somebody, but that, Bruh. yeah, but it, but that was like him. Watching, I don't even think like watching Oprah make out with Danny Glover it was fucking. Nah, nigga, I think that shit was worse because I don't even think Alfie Woodard think Alfie Woodard is attractive. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like heavy breathing, and they, I don't even like. I don't even remember them kissing because I felt like every time they got close to each other, they was all talking low for no reason. It was just them two in the room, like talking normal. But anyway, <laughs> it was just that was that was the most that was the weirdest shit ever to me. And then and th- like what was going on with her teeth? I-, I swear I thought her teeth was gonna fly out of her mouth like at least five times during the season, bro. Like I don't know that bro. shit. That bitch was evil, and she talked yeah, a lot. Yeah. Like yo, like off the bat, she talked so much shit. She didn't give a she didn't give a shit at all. Like <laughs> that that uh, evil. Like evil. I mean, compared to her I don't last women out their names, but she deserved every bad name I could think of. Compared to last yeah. year was last Cottonmouth was so damn dope though, but Compared to last season, it was better. I think the acting was a little bit better. It started off cheesy, for the most part. So that's one. That's the one thing, though, man. Before, like, I just got to put that out there. I feel like they keep wasting great, like, uh, Mahershala Ali, man, as Cottonmouth. Like that shit. He was amazing as Cottonmouth, and it didn't. It didn't play out the way it should have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that that and, I, I, um, I almost turned it off. When I was watching that shit, and that happened, I was just like, "It was only like the seventh, I think, it was like episode five or six when that shit happened." I was just like, "I'm not." Yeah, I think it was. I think it was five. Yeah, that fucked me up for like the rest of the damn show. I was just like, "I'm not watching this shit no more." So, but yeah, but season two, yeah, and like, but they did the same thing with the Jamaican guy though. Right, but he didn't die though, so I feel like he he didn't die, but 
they built him up and it just it didn't play out the way it should have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and he was a good ass. I don't even want to call him a villain because he had his little motives. He was like, a, yo, he, he was, was Killmonger, man. Yeah, he was Killmonger with a cool ass accent. Yeah, and cap away fools because he kicked the shit out of Luke Cage when he knocked him out the first time. That shit was amazing. Oh yeah, like he put them hands on that nigga. Yeah. But all right, so as a well versed, respected comic book um, connoisseur, what did you think? What did you think of the season overall? I thought it was good. I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought it was good. To me, it started off slow. I thought it was. I thought the first episode was cheesy as shit. Like, I was bothered by the first episode was kind of just boring to me. It was just kind of reintroducing you to the characters. But it was like one scene with the ESPN when he was doing the combine shit. That was <laughs> that was cheesy as hell. Yeah, like, that nigga got, didn't look believable in any of that shit. Yeah, basically he jumped. He started in one spot, jumped, and they just filmed him landing in another spot. It was like the the cut, whatever. That that, that was stupid. Like, it, I, like in my opinion, in my opinion, this season, man, I felt like Luke Cage had a more human, humanized role this season. Like he he talked more. He, mm-hmm. he showed more of his personality. And I feel like that kind of that kind of that kind of opened the curtain on a in the armor on him because he kind of came off as corny, you know what I'm saying? Like you look at this he got, running he got a party. Dark. Yeah, that shit was terrible. No, I'm yeah. just saying like he doesn't like it showed like he wasn't athletic, so it's not believable. And then nigga, I think that weak ass. Is terrible. That, that's like been my biggest issue with Luke Cage. Like, think about it. Like he takes bullets, right? He punches the wall. Right. Do all types of shit. So it was like you never noticed. Like on certain parts when he was fighting, he'll just tap a motherfucker in the head and they'll just like pass the fuck out. He was punching people, dude. They should be dead. Like he should have disintegrated like at least five or six niggas that he punched. Like you got all that power. With well, like come well, on. that's another thing. That's one of the things with Marvel in the cinematic universe and on this. They like the power scale doesn't make sense at all because it's like. At one point, Captain America can toss a fucking motorcycle going 80 miles an hour, like, over his head. He could rip a log in half. And then this nigga took a punch from Thanos wearing the glove to the face. Like it was nothing. To the fucking face. So like it was that's one thing we got to work on with the power scale, man. Yeah. But I don't, what do you think, like, a Luke, like, what is your honest opinion of Luke Cage, like, I understand his purpose. I get it. I understand like the origin behind it. They wanted a hero during the black exploitation and shit. But right, I don't even I, I don't even like the dude that they casted. I don't think he can act, so it's kind of throwing me off. But I think he got yeah. So, and that's and that's that was my thing. Like I think I think last season he was better. Last season, to be honest, because right. it didn't. They didn't ask him to do much. Like, but once you start getting to him showing emotion and digging up demons and all this shit, it, it just shows it shows his lack of range as yeah. an actor. Like even like, but I think he's serviceable though. No, he's serviceable. He got the look. That's the thing. Like when they said this is Luke Cage, they said this is Luke Cage. I was just like, yeah, that's a 
That's a good casting because I've never seen a dude. I mean, he's or anything, but and he's still better than um, he's still better than Flynn Jones. Who, man, but he did get better this time because you could tell like he was better this time all around because yeah, but that's like saying Blake Bortles was better for Jacksonville last season. Like, nigga, how many seasons did it take? He's still Blake Bortles, (laughs) right? Kind of how I feel so, about like, he's in the NBA, but <laughs> but so, yeah. Uh, so in comparison to last season, how do you think this season compares to last season? I think like the way it ended though made me look forward to season three because it's just like okay, don't get into that. We're gonna get into that later. We're gonna get into okay. That was one, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about. But okay. I'm just talking about just the quality of the season in comparison with last season. What did you 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 think hmm. you think this season was better? Worse? I think this, I think this season was better. Better than expected cuz I expected it to be worse. I expected it to be a hell of a lot worse in the season 1 and I just thought season 1 was all right. cuz I got a pet peeve about them playing rap songs every time motherfuckers get to fight. But that's yeah, my that shit dope though to me. <laughs> yeah, it, it's cool. At yeah, least they going to do it. At least they don't do it. They play. They pick great music to play. Oh yeah, whoever does that is great. Because I was trying to compare. I was thinking about like on Black Lightning, whatever. They got like their own personal rapper who come up with like when every time Black Lightning gets to a fight, this dude just be randomly rapping, and in some way he always throws like a Black Lightning reference in there. That shit is awful. But in Luke Cage, they do. A you said that shit pick. is awful. That shit is awful. Like oh shit, shots yeah, fired. But but it's a good <laughs> show. It'd be like oh shit. It'd be like Black Lightning to pull up, he'll start fighting. Like, oh shit, look at Black Lightning. He hit him with the left. Damn, look at his wife. It'd be like, why the fuck is this going on? Why I can't I'm distracted by the fighting and the rapping at the same time. But it hey. makes sense because it plays music that we know that we can relate right. to. It's like, okay. Yeah, that 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 loop, that black lightning music, that shit is like the equivalent of like Christian hip hop. I can't stand that shit. So I I think it's unnecessary. I look at it more like porn rapping. Oh shit! <laughs> nah, because I actually I was actually watching some West Coast productions like a couple weeks ago. They one of the songs they had in that joint was fire. I ain't even gonna lie. Yeah, but they all like, like they, they all got that same uh, ludicrous. I got hoes area code. <laughs> hey, like, <laughs> that shit fits perfectly with fucking bitches, man. Like. Disturbing but true. But <laughs> you say what? I said that's kind of disturbing but true. Like I never thought about it. Hey. Yeah, man. I I had some coworkers. We was talking about it. Like, why when you watching porn, the fucking volume always seems like a Samuel Jackson is yelling at you. Yeah. That shit is. You can never get the volume low enough. Yeah, and then sometimes you know you got your Bluetooth speaker and just randomly, and your Bluetooth speaker being the wrong part of your house, you hit play. And that's when you know you got <laughs> Cherokee yelling at the top of her lungs, and your neighbor's kid just yeah, walked out her door. He's like, "Oh, that nigga, you got that nigga, uh, Lexington Steel on that bitch sounding like." Motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> going Super Saiyan uh three and shit. <laughs> like, why is that? Why are you doing it? Is that necessary? Like, yeah, you no. get to that point, like, but. 
Yeah, man. I can't believe I'm fucking 32 still watching porn. But that's for another that's for another day, man. I ain't I ain't Kurt Franklin, but yeah, I'm kind of tired of doing that shit. Trust me, I got stories. I started watching porn when I was four. Four? Yes. It was like my granddad's tape. Oh, I know that shit was horrible. That shit was terrible. Oh my god, it was the worst. I still remember this white lady. I was supposed to try and watch Ninja Turtles. You know, I go in the room, hit play. I just see this nigga in his uh, leather jacket looking like old boy off of uh, Greece or whatever. And this chili, the blonde lady with uh, white hair. Like, they have ass back then. She just... just she has, probably has some big-ass titties, though. Oh, uh, nah. They was just like... It was 1970s titties. They wouldn't like... Oh, damn. It was, just, it was just like, oh, look, she's a woman. And that <laughs> was it. She had hair and shit. It was <laughs> Oh damn, yeah, bro! Like, like porn back then, like that shit. Probably, I'll never forget it though. Yo, this shit is kind of got me. That shit has kind of got me to the point where it takes me forty-five minutes to find the right scene, man. But you know what's crazy though? You always go back, even though it's like a million porns out there. You always go back to your favorite one. Always, like your favorite one, always work. You be like skipping and shit. And then you find like your good little uh that little two minute span of where it's real good. And then hey. as soon as you get done, you feel like <laughs> the worst person in the whole entire world. Hey, that shit is like the equivalent of hitting porn with a hey big head. Yeah. You always go back to your favorite scene. Yeah, like, let me see what Sarah J doing real quick. <laughs> yeah. Hey big head. You hit that shit real quick. Hit <laughs> you slam the laptop down. You know what's worse though? When you, if you mess around, you go to sleep, and you gotta go do something at work the next day, and you open your phone, the internet, and it's just ass all in your face, like oh shit, and you hope nobody's behind you. It's like the worst feeling in the whole entire world. Oh shit, no bullshit. When I was stationed in England, right, I went to my car on my lunch break, and I was just sitting in the parking lot in my car, like listening to music and shit, because I had a CD player back then, because I had an old like ninety. 2000 BMW, so it didn't have like an aux. So I had a CD in, and I was on my phone watching like a world star like type porn on my phone. Man, somebody like <laughs> walked to my window. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was like the world star countdowns. Was one of yeah, man, that shit was embarrassing as fuck, man. <laughs> you gotta look up to like, huh? I know what you think. This is not what you this, think it this, is. No, 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 no. This is it's like right. an ad. I was watching something else, a TED Talk, and this is an ad on a TED Talk. I didn't, I, I, I wasn't just sitting in my car watching porn on my phone. Nah, you got, you got it all messed up. And then they just walked. Yeah, by man. And... But okay, all right. So back, back to Luke Cage. We went down yeah. the rabbit hole for a second. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, all right. So, do you think season two of Luke Cage? Do you think it made up? for the letdown for the second half of Jessica Jones? I'm going to be real with you. I didn't even finish Jessica Jones. Damn. That joint was that joint was like trash, though. I got halfway. Like like you said, that halfway point, I couldn't take it anymore after that halfway point. Once it got there, I was just like, nah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not feeling this shit at all. So I could, I could, I'm cool without not knowing her story. <laughs> I'm cool. Got to know it. Yeah, I ain't got to know it. I just know her her and Luke eventually gonna hook up. And when it happens, it happens. But yeah. Yeah, but her season one, her season one was good though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The season one was good. 
but I couldn't fuck with season two. Season two was not it for me. And some people said season two was good, but I'm like, mm. nah, they was tripping. Season yeah. two was not good at all. It was all over the fucking place, man. Yeah. Like fucking lost, Trish is out here on on fucking performance enhancers or some shit. Yeah, uh, Thompson got to be in everything. Like what's like I don't get it. Me neither. Cause I don't even is it is her fucking character canon? No, I. Look, I, I've never said Claire my whole entire never heard of none of them. Like, yeah, why? she like the equivalent of uh, John Diggle. Diggle's not a real character either, is he? Nah, d- d- he is now. Yeah, he. I mean, he is now. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. I don't, he's not canon. She's not canon. But yeah. I don't Eventually, mind looking at right Rosario right. Dawson. You know, no, I don't mind I, looking at Rosario. I fell in love. You say what? I fell in love with her when she was in that one movie, The Rundown, with the uh, with the Rock. And Sean Penn, though, Sean Scott. Oh, you late. Like you talking about with Stifler? Yeah, with Stifler, yeah. Nah, man. I fell in love with Rosario Dawson. Was it Kids? I think she was it was in Kids. That? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, she was in Kids. Damn. But, but so, with the ending of Luke Cage, where do you think that leaves him going into season three and beyond. I, okay, so I'm kind of backtrack a little bit. So the way it ended and everything, that just shows me how good a villain Mariah really was. Because even in death, she fucked with him. Like, she set him right. up. Like, he screwed her daughter over, and she was just like, all right, I'm going to give you this club, and you can hold shop out of there. And I was just like, yo... And the way he kind of took it, it's just I first at first I thought he he could have said no. That's why I didn't get. Like, he did he say no at no. first though. Yeah, you could have said no and just gave that shit to her daughter because she really wanted the club. But then I mean, it's her birthright. Right. It's a it's a it's a birthright, Bridget. Yeah. It's a, it's me birthright. <laughs> yeah. Mariah Stokes. 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 That, that nigga was great. But yeah, back to the end. Like I thought. I thought, man, I think it's gonna set up for like I don't this is gonna be really good season three. It's just like, yo, does he is he gonna go there? Cause basically he's a crime boss now. He was a, he, yeah. he's, a, he's allowing crime in everywhere except Harlem. And that's weird as shit. That's for, like, crazy people, though. Bro. That's weird as shit. That's, that's, that's like on that shit with um on with the wire that, when they had uh Amsterdam. Right, yeah. That shit yeah, is crazy. Man. Like you gonna allow crime everywhere in certain sectors except this this part of Harlem, which I thought was just just, just uptown. Yeah, I was just like, wow. But in a way, though, in a way, the other the other like the crime families in Brooklyn and shit, like the Italians and shit like that, they didn't have. They were way more surgical and way more organized with what they was doing. Like Harlem was just. Like Mariah. they was wilding in Harlem though. Yeah. But it's just like Plus, they, I don't know what what the fuck can they do. They can't really do nothing to Luke Cage. Like he yeah, can really but, run everything if he wanted to, but it's just he just content with running that little section. But at the same time, Harlem compared to these other boroughs is more important than the other boroughs. Cause that shit is that shit is essentially what, Manhattan? In a way, is this uptown? Uh, I think so. I ain't never been 
to New York. I just heard, like historically speaking, I've heard. Yeah, more Manhattan. Manhattan is down. Manhattan is like downtown. I think Harlem is uptown. Plus Harlem, that shit is more influential to to the heritage of Black people. That shit got more history and shit. Yeah, like the Harlem. But Renaissance. yeah, I mean, that nigga's a that nigga's a crime boss, man. Yeah, he's don't basically. even. He ain't even know it. Which I'm curious about how Missy gonna handle him. Like, cause he was like, yo, if you see me get out of line, I expect you to take me down. Like, how the fuck are we gonna take you down? Hey, Missy got a strong arm now, man. Yeah, I find that. I like how that threw, uh I like how they threw her husband in there too. That shit was funny. Who her husband? Uh the dude cockroach. That was her husband in real life. That's her husband. For real? Yeah, that's her husband in real life. He was calling her bitch and all types of things. <laughs> He fucking that? Yeah, that's his wife. We've been together for a while. Man, man, that shit crazy. It's pressing. Yeah, her tick game, her tick game and lip game is like fucking phenomenal. Bruh. She was a little bit thicker in the first uh, season too, though. Yeah, she now. was. But yeah, I thought but, that was, I couldn't get past that one arm shit when she just had one arm for a second and she was beating them niggas ass with one arm. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> but I'm like, how are you supposed to be like a gangster and you getting your ass beat by a chick with one? The chick got one arm. Not only is she a female, but she only got one arm. Like she whooping your ass. Easy too. I think I'm kind of upset about that. The arm that Danny Rand gave her, man. Like if Bruce I, Wayne gonna do, if Bruce Wayne gonna do a rich friend favor, like he gonna do it better than that. That arm is trash. I feel like they had to do that because of the budget. Like, you ain't going to put that much CG in there. Because, her, her, in order for her arm to be the way we wanted it to, it was going to cost a lot of CG. It's going to have to be more like, uh, what? Hell, it's not, Netflix. It's Netflix. They think they should have a better budget. Because, hell, even in the uh, movies, Winter Soldier arm ain't really that great, but it's just an arm. <laughs> it's better <laughs> so, than that? Yeah, it's better than that. That shit was just like a plastic, a plastic leg piece. And that mother- shit was made on three. That shit was made on three D printer, man. Yeah, I think you figured Danny probably could have did more than that. He is a billionaire. It like theoretically, they could have just been like, "Hey, uh, Rain Enterprises, we've made this uh, cybernetic." fucking arm that's covered in human tissue. And they could have just made it look like a fucking arm. Yeah, but I think they were trying to say true to a character in the comic book because you got like a gold bionic arm and shit like that, but that shit was yeah, just like... Yeah, that shit was trash. It's gotta be a... I hope, I'm hoping it's a prototype and it gets better. So... So what are we giving it, man? What are we giving... What are we giving the season, man? Is it is it a thumbs up, thumbs down? Is it trash? Is it good? I give it a thumbs Satisfying. up. But if I had to rank you give it, it a thumbs up? Yeah, but if I had to rank it compared to all the other Netflix series, I think uh I think Daredevil season two was the greatest shit series of like Marvel of all like that Netflix story they got going on. I think yeah. season two of Daredevil is perfect. Season I put it third behind the Punisher. No. Yeah, I put it fourth behind like the uh the Daredevil season one. I was about to say season one was dope. Yeah, season one was dope. But I thought Daredevil season two, then I go Punisher, because Punisher started out slow, but then when it picked up, it really picked up. 
then Daredevil season one, and then I put Luke Cage on there. If I had to like go like top five. Nah, like if it were, if it were me, I would go Daredevil season two. Then I would go Punisher season one of Daredevil, and then Jessica Jones season one, and then Luke Cage season two. I'm gonna have to watch Jessica Jones again. It's been season. I'm gonna have to watch season one again because I forgot. Season I like season one was it was like a lot mental. Like the nigga Kilgrave was like. Deeply seated in her brain, yeah. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but um, anyway. Whoo! So moving on, we gonna. Oh shit! So you know what time it is, man. You know it's June. It's July first, so you know it's a big rich town. So power oh, is back. That first fucking episode. yo, <laughs> nigga. I woke up this morning like. 6 a.m. I'm scrambling because you know I'm in Curacao. Yeah. So I tried to go, I tried to go on Amazon or yeah, Amazon to like get the get it or whatever to watch it, but it wasn't available in my area. So I'm out here calling friends, trying to get Amazon, get the stars app, and I'm trying to find a VPN to watch this shit. But all is right with the world. I watched it, I got it. So I checked it out today. And I'm gonna I'm gonna lob it to you. I'm gonna lob it over to you. What are your thoughts, man? Look, I paused it halfway through the episode and just went on a cursing rant. I was so, <laughs> I was so fucking frustrated and mad. Like, okay, where do I start? Okay, hey, take <laughs> take your time, take your time, brother. So after they all meet up with Kane and different shit like that, ghost try to get mad at Kane and he's just like, okay, fuck it, we cool. And then, like, the shootout with Dre, cause did you watch it to, like, the end of it? It was like, they were supposed to kill, and, like, when they originally wrote it, they was gonna kill Dre in the shootout, but they decided, like, no, we can't kill Dre off like that. He's too important. Yeah, I mean, that wouldn't have... See, for me, I like I like the slow burn, man. I'm a, I'm a right. pleasure delayer, because I felt right. like the way they killed so this is going over to another show, but in Game of Thrones, you watch Game of Thrones, right? Oh yeah, yeah. All seven seasons. The way they killed <laughs> the way they killed Ramsey, I didn't think that was satisfying enough. Like it's he got bit weird. by dogs. So if they would if they would have killed Dre in the warehouse in episode one, that wouldn't have been satisfying enough, man. Right. So I agree. I agree with how they did it. Um I thought that was good. Because I might be in a small minority. I'm not one of those people because I had to go back and I watched the last three or four episodes of season four. Right. And I'm not, I'm in a small minority of people that, that I understand. I I don't agree with Dre, but I understand why he is what he is. No, I like he's just, he's honestly just surviving. Like everybody's talking about kill him. They made him. He really, you say what? They made him that way. Yeah, he, 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 didn't have he really tried, but everybody else set him up to be that way. The shit with Kanan. It's it's all the Kanan fucking fault. Like in hindsight, right. all this shit is Kanan's fault. But all- in theory, in theory, you said it's all Kanan's fault. I think it's all Ghost's fault. Oh well, yeah, if you look at it that way. Cause that nigga, that that's that's the most conflicted nigga in the history of but- like 
yeah. crime TV. The shit but. with Dre, the shit with Dre is Kanan's fault. But overall, this whole, the whole like correlation of the season, all that shit is, all this shit lies on Ghost. But yeah, yeah Kanan. And what I don't get, like, how is it so easy for them to be cool with Kanan at this point? Yeah. Like, I don't see how Kanan is so cool after, like, Ghost beat your ass and burnt you. Like, he literally set you on fire. Like, <laughs> like you, you just go forgivable. Right. But that not only so- did this nigga beat, not only did this nigga beat you, set you on fire, leave you for dead, but the nigga snitched on you and sentenced you to 10 years in prison and is practically living the life that you were supposed to be living right now. True. This is true. But then, oh. and for and for ghosts to think like everything is sweet. Like I think ghosts like he thinks he's smarter than what he is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Cause they that's why they build you know those ghosts to be like this uh fucking greatest crime boss of all time and shit. And he about to get set up. Yeah. Like, they slow they gonna, it's a slow burn how they finna get him caught up in it too. But so what, what do you think of uh Angela and fucking Tasha? That see that I was the- just I was just I was just about to ask you this. Like I was gonna ask you something similar, but so you're asking me the dynamic between Angela and Ta- I, I think I think Angela gets more blame than what she deserves, man. Like everybody's saying, like, oh, she stole Tasha's husband and shit. But it's like, honestly, you can't steal somebody from somebody. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, that, all this like, is ghost falls. All, all this ghost. Yeah, that nigga wanted to leave, and in fucked up position, it's kind of. But when you think about it, Angel, uh, Tasha, it's kind of Tasha's fault for Ghost being open to going with Angela, man, because Angela presented something in, at that time in his life that Tasha couldn't see. A legit, you know what I'm saying? Like, he wanted to go legit. Yeah, she asked, he asked her. Like, what do you see me as? And she was like the biggest drug dealer in New York. And that nigga was, he was off that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it was one of those things where it's like, yo, he he was meant, it was a grass is greener type thing. I'm not saying, and nobody, he didn't, nobody deserves to get cheated on. But I'm saying like, nah, the, the fact that, not gonna say that. No, I'm saying the fact that <laughs> she didn't, she couldn't see the vision. She couldn't, she couldn't uh, ascertain that this nigga's trying to get out of this life. Oh yeah, and... no. It's her fault she got cheated on. For that for that reason. Nah. For what no, for what you nah. she didn't support that man's dreams. <laughs> the nigga had No. Dreams. But she's she was a main ingredient of why he was where he was, though. She was right. a rider, like. So I'm not saying she deserved it, but she just couldn't see the vision. And she made it easier for him right. to uh to walk out. So like I said, personally, I think this all falls on the shoulders of ghosts. Like, it, if he never walked out on his family, he would have he would have seen certain things coming. Like, I feel back in season three, he was spread way too thin, and it allowed it allowed certain chickens in season four going into season five to like roost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, feel, uh, that that that's the most. Yeah, I feel ultimately in the world. I feel right. Ultimately. 
You said what? That's the most hated teenager in the world right now. Because I'm so confused by yeah. him. He's confusing but, me. But check this. Okay, I'm, I'm going to touch on that. Ultimately, I feel he's to blame um, for his son. Because, I mean, you can't be in the streets as deep as Ghost was in the streets. Leave your family. And then you babying your kids talking about you shielding them. You shielding them from the transgressions from what you're doing at home and uh, and in the streets. I feel like Tyreek was at an age where, nigga, you made your life doing dirt. So I think he could have kept him, kept things more real with him and spoke and spoke to him as a young man instead of, you know, yeah. lying to him and oh. lying to him. Like, nigga, like, nigga, you got enemies, though. Like, you got, you got people out here that want to see you dead, and you just got your kid out here in the world. You know what I'm saying? Right. So... I feel like ultimately uh, Ghost is responsible for his daughter's death, and the fact that in season one, and, I mean ep- uh, episode five hundred one, it's like this nigga doesn't take an ounce of blame of what happened, man. Oh yeah, like, that, he blaming Natasha. Yeah, yeah, he blaming Tasha. He blaming Tyreek, and I'm like, bro. All this like, shit. Ultimately, bro. you're the you're the head of this family. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what that was about. Like in the, uh, you remember the shower scene when he was crying his ass off? I kind of think, <laughs> yeah, that shit was weird. Cause he cried harder than when, uh, fucking Angela and him broke up in that one season than when his fucking daughter died. But then he cried in the shower. I was like, yo, the fuck he crying for? So I think he kind of like realizes, like, yo, a lot of this shit is his fault. At least right. I hope he realizes yeah. it. But knowing ghosts, it, it probably won't. Cause you already, so, know, cause you already know it's gonna happen. Once Angela get back in the game, he's he gonna he's gonna go crazy again. He's gonna start thinking with his heart, and he's gonna fuck them all up again. Yeah. So, are you team kill Angela, Dre, or Tyreek? Tyreek, I've been trying to kick Tyreek kill since season two. I tweeted but, about, but that. why though? But why? Cause I just felt it. <laughs> it's just slowly getting worse. It's gonna get is to it, the point. Is it I because believe... him as an actor? No, it's not. He's a damn good actor because he's an alright kid. Like if you look at interviews and stuff, he's an alright kid, whatever. But it's just like that role. I only see it going one way. Like he's turning against his family. Ghost is gonna have to kill him. I, uh, that's gonna be my. What? That's uh, that's my shot for the whole entire season. I believe Ghost is gonna kill Tariq. But I agree with old girl at the end of. The inside of the episode, like, like he doesn't, he, he doesn't, doesn't know think Dre. Did, he doesn't think Dre did anything wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, he thinks Dre is a friend to him. Like, because ultimately, when Kanan came into the picture, Dre did tell him, like, stay the fuck away from him. Right. But you think like, about it. Wait a minute. Does Tariq know that uh, Kanan killed Sean? No, I forgot. Cause you remember the connection he had with Sean. Yeah, I, I don't know. Huh? I don't think he does. I don't think he does. Oh, Kanan, aka like, Slim. <laughs> Slim. I think. I think Tyreek, the way he's acting, is Ghost's fault. Your son just caught a body. I feel like at that point, you should have a body. A or, you should embrace him a little bit more and help him like cope with what the yeah. fuck he did instead of. Coming down on him because he's still a teenager, and he thought he was doing. And, and, and he said, and he said it too. Like, didn't I do the right thing? Like, 
he don't know. And you're not trying to you're not trying to be his dad. You're not trying to guide him through the shit. Like that's what you do for like that's how you got to where you are by doing that type of shit. Right. Like help him like get through it. But nah, he gonna realize eventually his son is a fucking gangster like him. Like, <laughs> right. So but, that ultimately leads me to my point. Um, to for this for this series to end conclusively, Ghost gotta die, man. Like, think so? He, yeah. Yeah. I think he's gonna, I, th- I don't you, think he's gonna die. I think he's gonna end up in jail, just in jail. Either, either or, because it's not realistic. It's not realistic for people to to do the dirt that Ghost has done, and to leave with their hands clean, man. Like, because I don't think the consequences of his actions is hitting him the way that they should. Like, he's not moving different. Nah, and, not and it's impossible for him to navigate. Through this, like you got, you got the the government, the federal government trying to make a case against you. You got your son on a collision course to beat you. You got your lawyer with dirt on you. You got uh, Dre and what's it, Cristobal? They yeah. plotting against you, and then. Lorenz Tate, that nigga showed that he was a gangster in this shit. So it's just too many, it's too many variables for this shit to realistically end with ghosts like coming out on top, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, so here's my question to you. What do you think about the funeral scene with uh when Tommy showed to the funeral late and they told him he couldn't sit with the family? Did you how did you feel about that scene? Nigga, that makes sense. Yeah. Like people think you are ghosts. Now they're trying to try me for they think they thought you were ghosts, they thought I was ghosts. What does that look like? Me and you hanging out together because they know Tommy's in the streets. Oh, yeah, which I don't understand. So, like, well, how, how Tommy hasn't got caught up yet? Yeah, because he's not smart at all. <laughs> like, no, Tommy, I think emotional and crazy, right? So that, that leads me to my next question to you How do you see the season going? I think honestly, with Tommy being the way he came in with the Italian family, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, because he just came in trying to like, yo, I'm doing this, I'm this, I'm a, uh, wow, what's the name, Toretti's, Toretti's son, yeah, Toretti's son, and they just like, okay, cool. Then he went outside with the one shit he had them dudes eighty k, and they not supposed to make a move without the other boys, other dudes approval. So I think that's gonna Your come name in like, fucking getting murk, yeah. On the dumbest shit ever, but uh, <laughs> that pissed me off. Like, but, uh, like, y'all put the sheet over this nigga head. Y'all ain't like, y'all ain't check to see if this nigga was strapped. Yeah, like nothing. hit him with a club. Like as soon as you would have wrapped him up, it should have been old boy should have been follow up with a fucking pipe and just hit his ass in the head and knock him out. And then okay, pull him along. But I think that's gonna those gonna that little situation right there with him trying to just throw the uh, Italian family in there. Is gonna get him caught up. Yeah, that's gonna okay. be re- that's gonna be repercussions because you got the Italians. Well, yeah, because now Dre is protected by the by the cartel, right? But it's to the point where I don't even understand why that's a thing because Tommy and Ghost have killed two like major level drug dealers. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. 
uh, what's it, Hefe, and then the Serbian. Like, the Serbian was over the cartel, right? Yeah, and that was amazing how that shit came together in itself by him working security at the club. But <laughs> So it's like, why do they even care about the Jimenez? Like, we killed bosses before, so. Right, but you already know, you kill one, you know it's probably somebody over them. They probably just run us for the family. Yeah. You kill them. Probably but it's like that. Yeah. I I ultimately think I think Tommy's gonna die this season, man. You don't think Kanan gonna die? Nah. Kanan, yeah. they need Kanan to be a superhero. Like Kanan, if you look at the shit that he does, he's a superhero of the of the series, man. Yeah, the way he came in, we came in with the car just bow, bow, went ducking and just shooting at everybody. That nigga had to that nigga had the big ass cannon and shit. <laughs> like, yeah, that fucked me up too. I was like, yo, why is his gun like way bigger than everybody else's? <laughs> Cause he's a superhero. He had the, he had the fucking he had the Desert Eagle, man. And I don't even think 50 Cent is acting. He's just being himself. <laughs> Get the strap. Yeah, because that that nigga is like the hero for like petty niggas all over the world. I never realized 50 Cent was yeah. that insane. But <laughs> yeah, that nigga, that nigga's honestly pathetic, though, man. You gotta a, think about like, gotta keep attention. You think about the shit that he does and the success that he's had. That shit is like really. How does pathetic, it add? Man. Like you know, I say good stuff over having the good people. It's not, he's not a good person. He's a terrible person. Him and fucking Floyd Mayweather, and they like friends. Nah, but like even <laughs> with Floyd though, like if you look at Floyd pre two thousand twelve. To Floyd post two thousand twelve when he went to jail, like Floyd really been chilling, man. You know, uh, except for when Nelly took uh, Miss Jackson, he put her abortion pictures up. That was fucked up. Oh yeah, that's. <laughs> hey, <laughs> how did Fly say? Oh, you heard? Oh, you mad? You big mad? You big mad? <laughs> yeah, but I would be mad. But I would be mad too because it's like Floyd spent. Like hundreds of thousands of dollars on Miss Jackson. Like she was, she was like created. Like Floyd created her, man. Like yeah, she, body, titties. She a damn good looking creative player, though. I will admit. That's what I'm saying. It's like yeah, now Nelly the, getting skeet up in that. Yeah, Nelly. I would hey, be upset too. Everybody, girl. Yeah, I'd be. I oh, he, he deserved to be upset. Speaking of Floyd, what do you think about him having a little brother? <laughs> that nigga got a one-year-old brother. <laughs> yeah, he got a one-year-old brother. Yeah, wow. we was we was talking about that. My coworker, I was telling my coworker about that. She was like, "Ew." <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get, but you know what's fucked up? Everybody was thinking about like nasty and stuff. I was just like, "Yo, Floyd Senior can't even talk." Like, have you heard Floyd Senior try to hold a conversation? Oh, that nigga, uh, his brain is applesauce, man. That, that nigga need captions with him at all times. And, I, and another part, yeah, I just I think about, like, the worst things. Like, yo, what if the kid asked somebody to read to him and Floyd and Senior is in the house? With Floyd Jr.? Yeah, like Floyd Jr. He asked his big brother to read to him. Shit, I don't think Floyd Sr. or Jr. could finish a Cat in the Hat book, to be honest. Nah. Floyd only got like together. Floyd talk about the same things: hard work, dedication. You know, it's 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 uh, uh the money team. 
me, Al Heyman, you know, hey. we, we get together, we, we, we do good now, work. He might not be educated, but that nigga, he good with he, numbers. He set, and he set himself up, man. Yeah, I just back to fifty though, man. That shit is weird to me because he posted a video about Floyd buying the watch. <laughs> yeah, the eighteen million dollar watch. Yeah, and it's like, like this nigga Fifty Cent talking about Floyd in two thousand eighteen when they haven't been friends since at least two thousand eleven or twelve. Like it's the equivalent of like a nigga shooting his shot in the chick's DMs. I think they friends. They hitting it up. They not friends though. On some time and Jerry shit though. Like, nah, man. Like, <laughs> like Fifty Cent still talking about Floyd is the equivalent of a nigga like going on a date with a chick and like saying like, "Oh yeah, we used to talk." Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you go on one, <laughs> like, let it go. Like it one day, like, Fifty Cent is that nigga. He that nigga that a bitch with like a chick would have sex with, and she just regret giving him some pussy. Like, damn. I gave you some pussy one time like eight years ago. Like like how Vivica Fox does him. That's pretty much how it is. <laughs> Cause Vivica Fox been living off. She ain't got nothing else to talk about now, so she live off the shit she did with 50 Cent. So it's kind of like Yeah, it's the it's the exact same thing. It's the exact, same the exact thing. fucking same thing. Like Floyd don't even talk about him. Like, you know, when they say, hey, uh, such and such, 50 Cent, you know, I, I don't wish bad on nobody. I, I wish you nothing but the best, as I said before. And it's like, <laughs> nigga, that nigga don't want to talk about you, man. That's because, I don't know, man. 50 Cent, he's, he's a petty person. He's a petty human. That shit, that shit is sad, man. But, um, so I'm looking on, I'm looking on the internet right now. Mm-hmm. And you know it's NBA free agency, and I know you said we're not gonna talk about LeBron, so I'm not even gonna bring up LeBron. Right? <laughs> we're just gonna look up. We're just you gonna talk about. He all in left. We got to. <laughs> have no choice. That nigga is free agency, unfortunately, because all these other niggas are just like appetizers. Just like, oh, okay, okay, but nigga. All right. Like, <laughs> so the main the main thing to happen, the main two things is happen, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think about? Paul George re-upping with OKC. Uh, for basketball purposes, to me, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't? No, because I watched him last night. Bruh, like, Russ is not him. Sorry, your call cannot be completed as dialed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, A bad just, call, man. <laughs> yeah, like him and Russ. I just don't see it. Like, I'm not saying him and LeBron would have been that much better, but they probably would have been that much better together. They would have. LeBron has did more with less. Right. And Russ, my thing is this. Like, I don't think Russ, Russ is at that point in his career. He's been in 10 years. He's not going to change now. He's not. He's not. Because you think about, it, like, when LeBron and Jordan changed up their games and Kobe, they changed their games for the better. It was like around their sixth, seventh year, everything changed. Everything started clicking. They changed up. Russ has been in 10 years. He only knows one way to play. That's all out. And, yeah. I don't well, get it. Well, not that just that. The money didn't. Here's the thing that pissed me off. The money thing. Because every time OKC makes a move, I always go back to, like, the original move that pissed me off with them. This is why I always. Oh, they let James Harden go? I'll never let that go. Never. Because it's just like you had a super team right there. But for some reason, 
and I watched like a documentary. James Harden was willing to stay there and get paid whatever because he wanted to keep them together. They didn't want to pay at that time. It was like a fourteen million dollar luxury tax. Yeah, but you gave you gave Serge Ibaka money, right? But they still could have gave uh at that time Serge was balling. He probably deserved his money, but you could have gave James his money. Too. Not more than James Harden. No, 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 no way. But you could have gave James his money and paid that luxury tax. Now, now they willing to pay that? What is it? Yeah, the highest luxury tax in the history. Like they got three hundred million dollar like payroll, and they're gonna pay like over one hundred fifty million dollars in tax in luxury tax alone. So you mean they paying like a hundred million dollars for two million? Yes, man. and Melo opted in, and he getting like twenty eight, a guaranteed twenty eight million. I don't even want to talk about that. Oh, man. Don't, uh, that depresses me to this day. They used to be like my favorite player at one point. I thought Melo be like I thought Mello? Mello was gonna be the truth, like coming in, like in that two thousand three class. That was my I mean, he was at a certain point. Yeah, but that nigga just said, "Fuck it, I don't. I just want to score points and make money." But <laughs> like me personally, I gave up on Melo because you know originally it was supposed to be Melo, Wade, and LeBron down in right. Miami. That nigga couldn't wait. He took the money. And Denver at first. So, what do you think about, how do you feel about Houston? Did they overpay, underpay, or was it just right? Overpaid. Because I feel like, nigga. (laughs) That's an understatement. They gave a 5'11". They gave a 5'11", perpetually hurt, 33-year-old point guard, Fucking 160 million dollars, man, over four years. Curse. That's insane. Curse. You can't convince me he's not cursed. Hey. When he left New Orleans, one, one of my people down there did some hoodoo shit. They had to. Because some the like, shit that happens to him is so, like, random. Like, <laughs> like in the playoffs, if you look at his career, head, right? Huh? If you look at his career, four years, 160 million dollars. That, was that nigga worth? If you look at the totality of his career, what he's accomplished, was he worth that when he went to the Clippers the first time? Yeah, I thought so. If, if we went to nigga forty million, we went to the Clippers the first time at that time for the Clippers. We talking about the Clippers. He do, he would have deserved every bit of that just because it was the Clippers, bro. Like <laughs> forty million though, dollars. <laughs> I'm just gonna go back to that, 40, every time. bro. Forty million 40? B. Okay, that's a lot. I don't think any of these niggas worth that type of money. The only nigga that's worth that money is LeBron. Yeah. But and the, because you can't quantify under the rules of the NBA what LeBron James means to a franchise, to a to city, the league. to the league. Chris, I just think they pay because right. I, I, I think they overpay because it's just like he's already Chris Paul is thirty two, thirty three, right? So yeah, thirty three. Yeah. Would you? I'm thirty three. I'm like, damn. They call him old as shit. And I'm like, damn, am I old as shit? But I guess in basketball, it's a little bit different. But- no, it's like, it's like, uh, <laughs> you remember the movie Knocked Up? He's like, I ain't saying y'all too old for the earth. Yeah. <laughs> y'all just too old to be in this club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, you're 33. Like, if you died right now, like, you died in your sleep, they'd be like, damn, he was so young. But if you was in the NBA, they like, damn, nigga, you've been around for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, but I think well, you got it's all about perspective, man. Because he gonna because he could be thirty seven pulling in like thirty five million. Yeah, but you think about like growing up, 
our favorite players and shit, by the time they was like, by the time they got over 35, it was just like, that was it. Their body was breaking down. The only dudes, the only dudes that was getting paid at that age was Jordan and Kobe. But then they didn't even come from basketball. And that, that they, they bodies was breaking No, nah, like, you remember the, but they bodies was breaking You remember the Lakers gave Kobe that Lifetime Achievement Award, though? Yeah. Which is crazy, because I'm a, I'm a Laker fan. I was just like, yo, we fucked. Like, I love But he deserved like, it, No, though. he deserved it, but it was just like, yeah, but we can't do nothing else. We're going to be terrible for, for the next few years. Because it kind of like. Nobody was coming there anyway, though. This because the Jim Bus. Jim Bus is the devil. <laughs> the worst owner of all time. <laughs> like I don't know what. Yeah, man. Jim Bus. So the worst. So we talk about Chris Paul. What does Chris Paul resigning with the Clippers? Like, what is it? Him resigning with the with the uh, Rockets. What does that mean for the NBA? But, like, until LeBron makes his move, it's gonna be these very the same shit. Because I think Houston's going to be worse. Because also, what well, a lot of people don't really pay attention to, they lost Trevor Ariza. They lost Trevor Ariza. And he, yeah. he just said, fuck it, I'm, I got to get paid. Because he at the point now, he's not going to get like a big contract. He get one year, $15 million. He's not. He already got ring. Yeah, he, I, I think he already got his yeah, ring. Yeah, he got his ring with, uh, with the Lakers. It's just like, he going to make his, he got to make his money now at this point. He got to set himself up. That's $15 million guaranteed. When nobody else going to give him that type of money at, at, at the age he is? Nah. So he. Yeah, and he was the only nigga that played defense with him and uh, what's his name? PJ Tucker, and they locked like, Luke. PJ yeah, Tucker, him the only them the only two niggas that played defense, and they resigned Gerald Green. I don't think they playing no defense next year. Every Houston game is gonna be like one thirty to one twenty something next year. They just gonna outscore you. Hey, straight buckets, baby. Yeah. Hey, James Harden, that nigga don't give a fuck. Like I could get on the court and drop fifty on James Harden. He don't fuck as long as he has fifty one. Yeah, he'll give you like fifty one and like sixteen assists, and they all be like. <laughs> but that's another thing; they gotta resign Clint Capella. If they don't resign Clint Capella, it's a wrap. Somebody gonna overpay for Capella, man. You you already, you already heard right? The Lakers uh <laughs> got a meeting set up with uh Clint Capella, so you already know Magic will. Yeah, we always willing to overpay. We still got Lou L. Dean contract. Yo, honestly, if if the Lakers could get LeBron and Capella. I would like that roster, man. Yeah, and they don't have to give up no talent. Yeah, I would take. And you just play with that. You play with that roster this year. You get. You could possibly get Kawhi next year. I like that. Mm. Fucking Lonzo Ball. Uh, who would be at the two though? Ingram. Fuck Ingram at the two. LeBron at the three. Ingram six ten. I think he grew another inch. Yeah, but they would have to keep they would have to keep Julius Randle though. Nah, he gotta go. Unfortunately, they gotta lose Randle. Why though? Can't pay. They can't afford. If you if the only person you bring in is LeBron, he's a ball on a mat, But here's the you thing: can pay. I think it's a style of play. Randle's a ball dominant powerful. He he can bring the ball up and do all that shit too. So if you bring LeBron in, yeah, you have to lose Randle, and then they just slide. Yeah, and then they're just gonna slide in Kuzma. To start, oh, oh yeah, they do got Kuzma, Kuzma and Capella, a front court of LeBron, Kuzma and Capella. It's nice, but I still like honestly, honestly, that roster that we just named is better than the roster LeBron played with last year. Oh yeah, easily, but I still don't think it's enough to compete with Golden State. Yeah, it ain't about competing with Golden State. It's about being competitive. Yeah, and tiding over so you could possibly get Kawhi. Oh, man. 
Oh, but then I don't see I don't see why people want LeBron and Kawhi though. Like they're both threes. I think now because back you know basketball is positionless now. So now it's just like they just putting like yeah, it's kind of Golden State fault at that point. Like basketball is like positionless at this point. Like even right now they're trying to put uh, Kawhi and LeBron together in Philly, which that wouldn't don't make no sense to me because it's just like you got Ben Simmons as he can't shoot. Which is depressing. Like I don't understand how he can't shoot at all. Cause now uh, Philly, I mean, trying to trade John Wall been in the league ten years and he can't shoot. <laughs> yeah, but he's still fast, so it works for him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that nigga's still six ten, two forty. Yeah, this is true. So I don't know, man. It's free agency is weird because it's just like LeBron is gonna be. He's he once once the shoe drops where he's at, it's pretty much over. Cause then you got the, it's hella good free agents out there left for like p- to build people's teams. Cause you could throw all these superstars on one team, but if you can't build like any else, anything else around them, it's like it's not gonna work. Cause even go- and that's why I was. Oh, go yeah, ahead. Cause sorry. Golden State's about to reload. Like a lot of people always say, like they put together this super team, this place, this place. But Golden State's out there actually snatching up people. Like they're trying to talk to Jamal Crawford, which is unfair. To bring him in, <laughs> y'all hate them niggas, man. I like, I honestly hate them niggas, man. Like, yo, they like smart as fuck. Like how they and they got unselfish as shit. And you would think like that's the type of team you would love. They supposed to like be beloved, but people really hate them. Like, <laughs> I hate them like, niggas, man. Like, because it's like, okay, before it's just the KD is the KD effect, no, man. Like, I think people like this niggas out here taking pay cuts willingly. You say what? Willingly. Taking pay cuts. Willingly. Yeah, that's some that's some whole shit. Like fuck it. Like fuck it, man. Like I get it, but come on, bro. I think they making that money like where they at though, because it like in Silicon Valley, all that tech industry. Yeah. And then uh Nike gave this nigga like four hundred million. Yes. Like that's why I don't understand. Like you get all this money from endorsements. Why the fuck do you care about how much money you make playing basketball? That's why I don't know why I don't understand why Paul George re-upped in uh, OKC. I just don't understand. I get why Melo did it. Yeah, because he's pretty much washed. So <laughs> that nigga's a that nigga's a paperweight. Yeah. Everybody was they hyped his ass up too going into the season. Hoodie Melo, that was the shit over the summertime. Man, get the fuck out of here, man. That nigga's been washed ever since he put his career on. He he put his career on the back burner for his reality TV show life. <laughs> this is true. I give you that. Yeah, yeah. New York would be a great place for me and my wife and her career. Like, what fucking career? Like, fuck out of here. Well, she's she currently getting fucked like, by, by Tommy. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, nigga, you want you one of the top three niggas in one of the top two or three drafts ever. And you basing your career moves off of fucking Lala? And you like the only one who's like the least, other than fucking Darko, you the least successful at the top five. <laughs> nah, nigga, Darko got a ring. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. Shit. Darko made 80, Darko, Darko made like 80 million, got a ring. Uh-huh. That nigga's like over in Slovenia somewhere. He good. Worse. Never mind. Damn, Camelo. <laughs> shit. I didn't even think about that. Yo, talking about who overpaid, 
Uh, Dallas gave uh, Andre Jordan $24 million for a year. I, don't, I think they uh, he a younger version of what Tyson Chandler was when they get that one that championship. I think they they low key trying to build that team similar to that. But Dirk got to go. Like I love Dirk. Don't get me wrong, but it's time for Dirk to go. Nah, fuck Dirk that. Can't run. If if Texas if Texas if Texas was a country and Dallas was this fucking no if Texas was a continent and fucking da- uh, Dallas was a country. Dirk should be president of Dallas. Man. <laughs> he's well, yeah, he's the only like athlete in that area that did anything since the past twenty years. Yeah, my bad. I was slow on the analogy because I've been over here drinking this port wine the whole episode. Oh man, port wine is the devil. Yeah, I got this ruby, this ruby port wine right now, man. My mouth juicing in a motherfucker, Paul. That's like <laughs> that wine is dangerous. It's like eighteen percent. Is it 18% alcohol? Yeah. 19%? Yeah. Yo, my my ex my ex-girlfriend told me about this shit. Yeah, I didn't realize that she was that strong. The only, the only good thing she's ever done in the last five years. <laughs> That's crazy. Yo, oh I hope you listen. I got a, <laughs> yo, I got a question for you. Like, you know, like doing the free agency and stuff, like everything that be going on, they be having these same niggas up there and repeat themselves all day. What the fuck do they like? How do you get paid for doing this shit for just talking to the phone? Like, yeah, Yo, what you about to do? Oh, you ain't gonna do nothing? You ain't gonna sign here? Okay, cool. And they just go off and report the same shit because Brian Winhurst, horse been on TV all fucking day, him and Woj saying the same, man, they the same. I I ain't even really been watching it, man, to be honest, because that shit gets tiring, you know what I'm saying? I'm just curious, how do you get in this line of work and get paid handsomely? Hey, we doing it right now, man. We just keep, you got to get your 10,000 hours in. Hey, ESPN, you need somebody. I can talk a lot. I ain't going to go all Stephen A and talk big words and shit. Get your hours up, man. That's all it takes to be honest, man. Like <laughs> you said, you say I what? I definitely replace Max. Unless it's talking about hey. respect Max when it comes to like fighting and shit. But oh yeah, boxing Max, no boxing, man. I ain't even gonna front on Max. I I always I always I always agree with Max when it comes to boxing, especially with HBO because that play that they so fucking biased. Oh, I don't even watch fights on HBO no more. Who do they even got anyone on HBO no more? Uh, like, Car- Car- uh Canelo. Yo, but I oh, really okay. think the best move, the best move that I've seen today, and I might be biased, but I think the Timberwolves bringing D Rose back on a veteran minimum. I think that I think that was a good move, man. Yeah. Because D Rose in the playoffs, he actually played well. Oh yeah, no, and plus for the role he's in right now, it works perfect for him. And you hear like Joe, uh, Tibbs is trying to get Noah and fucking Dean. I'm like, so you trying to do the Minnesota Bulls? Nah, bro. <laughs> you know what they need to yeah. do with Joe Kim Noah right now? Like somebody needs to like go to Joe Kim Noah's house. It has to be somebody he knows and trusts. They need to go to his house, knock on the door, answer the door. When that nigga, like, lets you in and, like, turns his back to walk away, they need to shoot that nigga behind the ear, nigga, to, like, just take him out, man. 
<laughs> Joe Kim no no like no purpose. Him and, and Roy Hibbert are the same. And Luol Ding, that nigga, if he's not buried in the shallow grave out in Vegas right now, like somebody's not on their job. Here's my thing. When did he get? When did he just get god awful? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Because Luol Ding always had like a certain level of play. He was like a solid dude, but then he just got like terrible. Like what the fuck happened to Luol Ding? I think it was the same effect like that happened with Melo, man. Like the game just passed them niggas by. It's like, like your coach, man. Like Les Miles just let the game evolve around him and never he See, never man, changed. Up, you had to bring up Les. <laughs> <laughs> hey, roll tide. Hey, man. I'm not even talking, man. Les Miles. We I knew I used to predict our first seven plays every fucking game. Yeah, like yeah, but I bowl. think y'all, I think I think y'all made a really bad decision getting rid of Les Miles, though. That's just me. It's, yeah, it's still in the air. Nah, because you gonna get rid of Les Miles and hire fucking oh 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 you're wrong. Get right, the fuck out of here, man. As an LSU fan, I think the thing is we got cocky because it was a period from growing up watching LSU. I remember how bad they was. And then around, like, once we got saving, we got good. And everybody's expecting us to be, like, that great. Because we really ain't, like, historically speaking, we're not necessarily the greatest program of all time. But, like, we just produce a lot of NFL talent, which is fucking frustrating to the fan base. Yeah. That's why we get up on that. I mean, everybody got good when they got saving, except the Dolphins. This is true. But the <laughs> Dolphins fucked themselves up because they were supposed to sign Drew Brees, but they didn't want to sign him. And he ended up in New Orleans to save and quit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, man, damn, so I'm looking at the clock. We've been going for 65 minutes in this segment alone. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. It's <laughs> a lot so, to talk about. I know. So, so what you thinking about the podcast game, man? You think it's something you want to do? Oh, yeah, it's definitely something I want to get into. You know, people follow me on Facebook. I'm always saying, like, the most random and crazy shit. So, everybody been trying to tell me to hit up the start doing a podcast. So, just tighten up my skills and hit this a little bit more often. So, so your shit, voice. you you in the same position that I was in. Like, my first supervisor was like, yo, man, you need to you need to, to get into radio. You're always in telling jokes and all this shit. Then people was like, man, you need to do a blog. Or you need to do a podcast. And I just got to the yeah. point where it's like, I'm tired of like putting out worthless information on Facebook. So that's the type of shit that I was telling you about. Cause yeah. it's like, we kind of in the same spot. Cause it's like, okay, I put some shit out on Facebook. It gets 60, 70 likes and laughs and comments and shit. But like, what purpose does it really serve? You know? True, true. Yeah, so but, I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get more consistent with it. Plus, I've been having like a lot of people. You was the first person to hit me up about doing the podcast. You know, I'm not even gonna lie. I was kind of like nervous about it, so that's why I low key kind of like, okay, that nigga forgot. Yeah, that nigga was avoiding me. Yeah. Hey, this nigga left me on red, man. What the fuck? Yeah. You know, it was like a bill collector. Like, oh, what, what, what number is it? Mm, don't answer that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't answer that one. Mm, let that go to voicemail. But yeah, but then yeah. I mean, more people started hitting me up like, yo, bro, I need you to come on my podcast. I was like, nah, I need to hit my, hit my boy Nico up first, though, because it wouldn't be right if I just hopped on everybody else's shit and not pay on it, what, he, what I said I was going to do with him first. So, yeah. And this shit started to get like SoundCloud rap, though, man. Yeah. 
Like everybody doing a podcast. And I'm like, ah, oh, my uncle got a podcast. I was like, you say in Mississippi, what the fuck you got to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, fuck it. Like what you got to like, talk about? Like how many how many followers how many how many friends you got on Facebook? Ah, about three, three thousand, I think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, let's say you get a thousand of them just to listen to your shit, yeah. which probably not gonna happen anyway. Like your close friends and family, those those are not gonna be the people that really make you or break you. Nah, it's gonna be the people so, that fuck me on other levels that probably make or break right. So. But yeah, man, I appreciate I appreciate you uh finally taking me off scene, answering yeah. the phone, and coming <laughs> on, man. No, no uh, doubt. Can't wait to do it again. So yeah, man, you fuck around, we put an S on it. It becomes the Devin Negroes. Yeah, I bet. No problem. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, man. So you got anything you want to say to to the to the people before you leave? Uh. Man, y'all just be blessed, man. Be good out there, man. This world, it's a lot of crazy shit going on. Old boy still our president. I'm gonna always call him old boy. I've never referred to him as you know <laughs> as president, but <laughs> nigga, you with the sound effect though. <laughs> hey, nigga, that's your that's your commander in chief. Remember that, right? Yeah, okay. right. <laughs> I gotta look at that damn picture every day. That picture disturbing as hell. Damn, I hate looking at that motherfucker, bro. Like, you look up, it's just like, get back to work, nigger. Like, okay. <laughs> I don't know which one is worse, though. His or uh, Mattis's? His? Because his, he ain't, got, he ain't got, like, the right background. Everybody's got the same background. He, oh, yeah, this nigga, like, this nigga got a motherfucking uh, blanket behind him <laughs> yeah. and shit. He's just like we know that little always like like something. That's just like one of them Korea blankets. Yeah, he's like here, snap this real quick, pose. And they just <laughs> hey, take that picture. That nigga yeah. took that shit on an iPhone 7s and shit. Yeah, like yeah, man. But yeah, so yeah, to the people, man, thank y'all for listening. Appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? It's my first one. I promise y'all, I'll get better as I go along. I'm gonna keep it up and say consistent. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna stop interrupting him and shit. I'm not good as a this. I'm not good with having co-hosts. So we yeah, we both growing, man. Yeah. I think we I think we had some good content today, though. So yeah, doing like the drink thing, like Noriega, because you know Noriega don't let nobody get no uh conversation in. <laughs> nah, nigga, I let you talk more than that. Fuck out of here. Oh yeah, <laughs> ain't nobody worse than Noriega though. That's like I was like my favorite fucking podcast, but then I started low key listening. Like, Yo, Noriega don't let nobody talk talk, talk about nothing. I know. I, I fuck with Joe though, man. I fuck with. I'm trying to get my shit like Joe. Yeah, I love Joe podcast. I'm not even gonna front because at first I'm not even. I wasn't even like a Joe Budden fan, but like I they struggle. But uh, yeah, he got the he got one of the dopest podcasts. You have uh, Arian Foster got a good one too though. Oh, oh yeah, yeah his more, shit is dope. His yeah, shit is his dope. shit is like more on some intelligent level type shit. Yeah, mine. I, I would like to throw I, – I don't know, man. That's why I wanted to hit you up because I feel like we kind of – we don't think the same, yeah, we but it's similar. Off each, yeah, we can bounce off each other until we hit our stride, so. Yeah. But, I got all right, man. Uh, <laughs> we're going to wrap it up this week. So, again, I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, 
Kenyon, aka HUD, aka Senor the DM Whisperer. It was good. It was good having you on, man. Appreciate it, brother. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get back on soon, man. So, all right, all right, later, later. <laughs>